Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to That's Cool. I've missed you, and I've missed talking into a microphone to you. Um, you know, we're starting things off with a bang, to be honest. I'm not quite sure what's wrong with my setup, but I have an insane echo in my <laughs> headphones right now. So I apologize if I maybe sound... Um, like I'm under the influence, maybe, or something at some point in this this podcast. But I'm going to try and keep up with myself. But you know what? Here's the thing. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the podcast if I didn't know what I was... No. Is that how you say If I didn't know what I was doing a little bit. So anyways, what's new, man? It's been a couple months. I, I'm trying to think of new things to share... And there's, I feel like there's a lot, but there's not a lot. I started a new job. Well, wait, that had to have been when I was recording last season. I don't know. You guys, anyways, the job that I'm currently at, I've been at for almost four months now. So I really, it might've been that long, but I don't think it has. I am the director of community engagement at a local nonprofit here. We serve as a family resource center. So There's a lot of different programs we offer, but it's been great and I've really enjoyed kind of just diving into, you know, the community that I grew up in and reconnecting with some of the community relationships that I had when I was in high school and stuff. So it's been really um, a huge learning experience for me. It's kind of the first big girl job that I've ever had and just learning everything about the nonprofit world has been a lot, but it's been enjoyable and it's nice to like know the purpose behind the work that you're doing and feel really passionate about it. it makes it a lot easier to get up in the morning so that's kind of the biggest thing that is new with me obviously Christmas and New Year's happened I had a wonderful holiday it was snowing around Christmas so that was pretty magical and New Year's is actually what this this podcast is is going to be about because I have had quite the revelation this year entering into 2023, which 2022 was a lot in a lot of ways for a lot of reasons. <laughs> so um, not going to really dive into that just because I know I've touched on it in the past. But really, here's the thing is like, so much of what happened in 2022 was just life and it just kind of got crammed into a six-month period so it was a little bit of a fast track to really my like mid-20s adulthood journey so it was a little bit overwhelming but case in point I feel like I've entered into this year with a really, really healthy perspective and confidence that I didn't last year or really in a lot of the years past. I think what I've realized is I am not a resolutions girl. I just am not. (laughs) And a huge reason why is because I don't keep them. Um, I think that's pretty common. But I don't keep them because I can't remember them, to be honest. It doesn't matter if it's going to be the most life-changing thing. I just, like, if I have a sentence that sounds all pretty and nice and it's it's a resolution of some sort, even if it really hits home, I don't remember it. I just, it's not how the, 
it's not the way my brain works. Um, so anyways, I embraced that this year. And my theme, instead of resolutions and goals to set, I am having standards for myself. <laughs> if that makes sense. Because <laughs> like I said, the way my brain works is I don't want to say I'm not a goal-oriented person because I would say in certain elements I'm pretty driven and there's certain things I want to achieve. But like having a goal out in front of me does not make me want to go and get it. (laughs) It makes me, I don't know, like it, it doesn't motivate me at all to check a box off for some reason. It's just not how I am. And I think I've tried to force myself to be that way in the past and I mean, it's just a thing to make New Year's resolutions. And I think the intention of it is amazing. And a lot of people are really great at sticking to them. And it does motivate them. Whereas, just can't say the same. I don't really know what motivates me. Feelings? Probably. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways. So yes. So this year, I have standards for myself. And this isn't like standards necessarily that other people need to live up to but I'll kind of share with you how I'm breaking it down because to me in order to gosh I think the point of resolutions is to check off these goals whether they're short or long term to become the person that you want to be whereas in my mind that the way that I've decided it needs to work for me is What kind of person do I want to be? And then everything I do will hopefully and ideally flow from that. So it's kind of backwards. But I feel like it makes sense because even my therapist talks about just this sense of alignment. And when you really know who you are, at least who you want to be and what you want to be about, everything flows from that. And there's like this really cool peace that you feel even in the midst of trying to make decisions and things like that. So that's kind of the theme. I'm going to chat with you some of the standards that I've set for myself um, that are just who I want to be this year or who I want to keep being. And, And I will say too, this was like one of the biggest realizations that I've had or not even maybe realizations, but like just a marking point for me. Like every year I feel like I get excited for the new year um, just because it's a built-in fresh start and everybody's starting over. This idea, even I've talked in the past about different seasons like fall. Everybody loves fall because it's such a symbol of that things are changing and you have a fresh start and just things can be different. And so I think that's why people love making resolutions in the new year is because it's an automatic like, all right new number on the calendar or that sort of thing even though we forget to write it for six months but anyways Uh, so what I realized this year is when the clock struck midnight I was like I don't want to start over like I don't want a fresh start I want to just continue on the straight and narrow just keep chugging along and that was kind of a big moment for me because it made me realize how far I've come And that I'm proud of myself for where I am. And I think that's huge. Like, it's just so cool to say, I don't even need to bank on this fresh start or this idea of a fresh start because I know where I'm going is great and healthy and fulfilling and full of purpose and all this stuff. So that's kind of the 
the epiphany that I had, which was really cool. And I hope that um, maybe a lot of you had the same thing or, or maybe just me sharing that has kind of put into perspective the place that you're in and that it's not always about just starting over. We can't do that. Everything that we've been through and everything from our past is a part of us and we get to choose how we move forward with it. And so if we can just make that decision that like, I know I'm going to be better tomorrow, you know? So anyways, cheesy. I'm really out of shape, you guys. I haven't podcasted in a while. So uh, forgive me if I start wheezing shortly. Okay. The first standard that I have for myself in 2023 is I really want to care about people's stories. I think in the last... I don't know, a couple months, that's kind of become apparent to me, especially because of the work that I'm doing, like nonprofit work. And I work with a lot of volunteers in the community and stuff like that. I've been asking myself a lot of reflective questions like, what the freak? Did you hear that? Wait, why is somebody literally, somebody setting off fireworks, I hope. (gasps) What on earth? I'm scared. Hold. I'm looking out my window because that's kind of freaky and there's it's no occasion. So it's a Saturday like at 5 p.m. Why are people setting off fireworks? Anyways, um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, I've just been asking myself a lot of questions like what kind of relationships do I want to have with these people and, and what what part do they play in, in this bigger picture and how can I encourage them along the way? And Kind of what it boils down to is, well, you got to know people when when you want to work with them and you want to bring out the good in them, you have to know their story and you have to not only know it or hear it out, but value it. I just think that's really important to me this year is I want to I want to give people time and not just in the way of like, <laughs> I think it's easy for me to say because I could sit down with someone at coffee and hear their whole life story, but I think it's so much more than that, whether it's being more intentional with my friends to to know what they're going through or just the things that are close to their hearts or strangers. And it's not going to be me walking up like, hey, what's your story? Like, you know what I mean? You know about Jesus? (laughs) God, Don't even get me started. Anyways, I think we have to develop some rapport with people. And, the, and not to use them, but to truly know how we can care about people and um, how their stories can play into the bigger picture. And I think so much, like we learn so much about people through the things that they've been through. And so that's not to say it has to get super vulnerable or super deep, but I want to know what people care about and what they hold close to their heart so that, I don't know, just our relation, my relationships with them can be stronger. So that is my number one standard. Well, it's not, they're not ranked in order of priority, but it's, uh, yeah, I want to care about people's stories. And here's the thing too. I think in years past, I spent so much of my time just doing stuff that I never knew any of the people that I was doing it next to. And then it was like when I stopped doing the stuff or when the stuff got taken away from me or whatever, like what did I have? It wasn't relationships with people <laughs> because I was just performing. 
you know? So I think I want to slow down in that way that I want to be able to give people my time and invest in them. So, okay. Next, number two standard. I want to set boundaries, which boundaries is a little bit of trigger word for me, to be honest, because I don't know, it really just depends on your own personal definition. But for me, that means to learn from the lessons that I have experienced in my life and to be different moving forward because I've learned those lessons and maybe not perfectly. And sometimes we learn lessons again, but at least to try and know that, okay, in the past, it has not worked for me to say yes to everybody all the time or to try and meet everybody's needs, or even just to like want everyone to think that I'm perfect or I have no flaws or whatever. I know that's not worked for me in the past and I was miserable. So let's be different (laughs) this year. Let's set boundaries. Um, And so it doesn't need to be like, I think when I hear boundaries, I just have this like cringy idea of building a fence around yourself. And I think in some situations that is healthy, Um, but one of my favorite things, um, it's in a book called Inward. It's a poetry book by Young Pueblo. And he just talks about like, don't, don't build the walls around you so high and so thick that nobody can get in and you can't get out. I think it's more of a like personal boundaries. It's not necessarily boundaries with other people, which obviously sometimes we have to, we have to set those. But I do think at this point in my life, so many of the boundaries that I set are in my mind. Like me knowing that I'm not going to act a certain way or overwork myself in this way. Just to, yeah, to learn, learn from myself and learn from things that haven't worked for me in the past. And then to move forward and see things differently and um, just have different boundaries. (laughs) So there you go. Also, that goes into what I talked about in the last season of trusting your gut. When you know something feels off or you you feel just like run into the ground or overworked or even just off about a conversation you had or the scenario that you feel like you need to be honest or honest with yourself or honest with other people, just trusting your gut more. And honestly, the more that I've done that, the more I've felt aligned to Maybe not who I am, because I don't know if we can ever pinpoint that, but certainly who I want to be. It's just brought me a lot of peace to to continue to practice that trusting your gut, your intuition, things like that. Um, okay, standard number three is one that I have been I've struggled with for like all my life, probably, because I don't like to disappoint people. I don't like to let people down. Um, but it's to be honest with people and that's not like brutal honesty sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's necessary. But I think just in like, even when friends ask if I want to do something, if I, if I can't do it, if I don't want to do it, um, if I can't afford it, like I want to just be able to say, Hey, this is where I'm at. And I, I actually can't commit to that right now. Because I know in the past, I've been that person that wants to say yes right now because I don't want to let people down. And I'm like, oh, I'll just break the news to them later or whatever. But yeah, I just, I don't want to do that. I don't want to not let people into the place that I'm at in my life. And I just want to be real. And sometimes that's the harder thing to do in the moment. But long term, that actually 
is really healthy in relationships. And so I just want to be, I want to be honest. I want to be better about giving myself time to think and not just responding so that I can give an honest answer. Because sometimes I think we don't always know how we feel until we check in. Um, And so I think it's totally realistic and fair that I need to take some space to be honest with somebody instead of just saying like what people want to hear. Yeah, I think dishonesty just hurts other people and ourselves more in the long run. Um, Yeah, so that's, that's that one. The next standard is to ask more questions. I think historically I've been somebody who I have a lot of questions, but I don't necessarily always feel okay to ask them. It really depends on the setting that I'm in. But I've always wanted to be that, I've always at least wanted to appear that I know what I'm doing, that I know everything, that I don't need help. So that's like really a challenge for me. And I've had to practice it a lot. And like I said, in my work environment, because I stepped in and knew nothing about the nonprofit world, how funding works, like what services people offer. And I had no connections with other local nonprofits. And so it was a huge growing and humbling experience to kind of step in and and it almost allowed me to be okay with having questions because I was new and everyone knew that. So I felt a little bit more free to ask questions, but I don't want it to only be like that in those settings where where it's obvious that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just want to be a, a generally more curious person. And that kind of ties into hearing people's stories, um, just having time to invest and having time to think about things and to be interested in things and be curious and and ask questions. Uh, One of my favorite humans to ever walk this earth, well, he's still alive, but um, Richard Rohr, he says, when you always have the answer for everything, you're anything but vulnerable. And I just love that because... I don't know. I know that I always feel this pressure of needing to feel competent in in every setting, <laughs> like that I know everything and I don't need anybody's assistance. And And I just think what he says is so true. Even when we don't know everything, but we think we do or we convince ourselves we do or we convince ourselves that our answer is enough and that we don't need to seek to learn more or to explore other possibilities or perspectives that is literally opposite of vulnerable because being vulnerable and saying I actually don't know what I'm doing or I actually am curious what you think allows other people to one see us in that place but two it allows them to change our minds (laughs) that's pretty uncomfortable so I just love that he says that I just like I almost want it to be my thing that not in an annoying way where it's like, oh, Alicia never shuts up. She just has a question about everything. But I want to sit on things and I want to be curious about other people and things that I don't know about. And I want to learn a lot this year, whether that's by reading books, the collection of books that I own and have bought and never cracked open. (laughs) So unreal. But here's the thing. That's why I don't have a resolution to read 30 books this year because I know I'm not going to do it. But if I give myself this parameter of I want to be curious and ask more questions, 
that gives me space to be like, maybe I should open this book and see, see what I can learn today. But I don't have to finish it today. You know what I mean? So anyways, that's just how <laughs> my brain works. Maybe it's me being lazy, but you know what? If it works, it works. So to each his own. I have cracked the code for Alicia, though, so there's no turning back, and I am, once again, I'm surging right ahead. I feel like I understand myself on a new level now that I have, like, figured out that my brain works in this way. But anyways, I just want to, like, learn more. (laughs) That sounds so stupid. (laughs) But no, I really do. There's so many platforms and resources that we have access to like instantly now and I I just want to inform everything I do with more if that makes sense because I do spend lately I spend a lot of time alone and and I think a lot but sometimes it's just a circle you know what I mean like when you're just talking to yourself (laughs) or your family you can only get so far and your ideas can only get so big so I want to be curious. I want to ask more freaking questions this year. (laughs) Okay, last standard that I have for myself is to continue to be lighthearted. That's also something that I feel like I've picked up in the last six months. I think I just was so stressed before that that I just couldn't enjoy things fully. Um, I couldn't be present. I was always thinking about the next thing or honestly having like little anxieties that I, I don't think I was super aware of. And so it was just exhausted. And when you're exhausted, it's pretty hard to feel light, <laughs> you know? So I think I used to worry a lot and I wasn't, I've, well, I feel like at certain times in my life, I've been a pretty go with the flow person. Um, and I'm definitely happiest when I am in certain ways there's certain ways that I will never be go with the flow and that is what it is but I was never like a super spontaneous person Um, I was more uptight I just I felt like I had to be controlling of a lot of situations that I was in I think just because I lacked control in other areas even like emotionally spiritually all of that stuff and so yeah, I feel like in the last six months, that's a difference that I've noticed is I'm more willing to kind of step out of my comfort zone or to try an experience that I have never tried or whatever. And it kind of goes back to that curiosity thing of, okay, I don't know what the outcome of this is going to be. I know what my expectation is, but just like that, that open-mindedness, I want to continue in that in certain areas of my life. And honestly, I think one of the things that has really settled in with me is that some things just really aren't that big of a deal. <laughs> you know, like some things are, <laughs> but some, something, I'm trying to think of an example to give you. I can't at the moment, but um, it's it, all of the things that I'm saying are very intertwined. I feel like these are a lot of the lessons that I've learned in the last year of my life. And so these are some of the things that have stood out to me the most that have brought me peace and brought me um, healing and self-awareness and like emotional capacity. And so these are all of the things that I've already been doing. Uh, Like counseling has been a big thing for me and just all these different things that I've kind of put in place to get me to the, the point that I'm at. 
again, these aren't new things that I'm reintroducing to my life. It's things I want to continue to walk in and that have made me a generally happy and peaceful person. So yeah, that's kind of the whole point of that. So the last one's just being lighthearted. And obviously there's a time and place for that. And and sometimes it's not possible. I don't have this unrealistic expectation that I'm always going to be like that. Um, but I trust myself to know when I need to take something less seriously. But anyways, um, I hope you guys have had an amazing couple of weeks to the new year. I hope that you're off to a great start as well, whether whether you are a resolution person or you're a standards person. And that's not to say that resolutions people don't have standards because they do. But I'm just explaining to you the, the life hack that I have um, applied to my life. But yeah, so this season also, I kind of want to give you a little synopsis of what it's going to be. It's called Dear Diary. Um, because I want these episodes to be like journal entries, things that I would write about, things that I would explore and question and um, be upset about, be angry about, whatever. I just want it to be a reflection of kind of some of the things that I'm tackling in my life. So they're going to come from a very real place. They're going to be kind of random topics, um, but I'm really excited to figure some things out or to like I don't know process out loud you take this test at work called working genius and it's basically to highlight your strengths in the workplace and then things that you can work on and so then we compare them with all of the team members and kind of see what our strengths are or like in the future who we would maybe need to hire to add these strengths to the team or whatever and my top strength is wonder <laughs> shocker but essentially Um, It means I like to sit and ponder about things and that I find a lot of value in that. And I would say that is true. But my boss and I were chatting about it and he was like, that's what your podcast is. It's you wondering out loud in real time for people to listen to. (laughs) So thanks for, for listening. I hope we figure some things out. But that's the whole goal of this season is to wonder out loud and to try and I don't think I don't know if we're going to solve any problems but if we can solve a couple little questions in our own minds or if we can walk out a little bit more caring or I don't know what I'm even getting at you know what I mean (laughs) but like that's the whole point is I just want these these topics and these episodes to be real um, to be vulnerable, and it's okay if if there's no end point or no answers at the end, because I think the middle part, the curiosity, the wonder is where all the good stuff is. Anyways, so yeah, thanks for joining along. I'm really excited for this season, and I'll see you on the next one.